Well, hello, everybody, and welcome to a special episode of the Eat Local New York podcast. This is episode 90 of the Eat Local podcast, and we started the podcast four years ago. We've said it before. We started with a few episodes, and you know, back in the day of the podcasting world, it was uh, pretty challenging to get stuff out there all the time. Nowadays, there's so many different resources that exist, and it's so much easier to just upload a podcast and have it go wherever you want to go. Uh, that we picked back up maybe two and a half years ago, three years ago, somewhere around that time, and now here we are today, episode ninety. And it's been uh, every episode has just you know been fun. Actually, that's not true. Some of the episodes have really sucked, uh, but most of the episodes have been a lot of fun. I'd say ninety-five percent of them. And I'm really looking forward to episode 100, and we're going to be working on a big plan to have just an awesome party and celebration for episode 100 here on the podcast. But at episode 90, I wanted to address you, the listeners, by myself, just me, no guest, and talk about some things that are going on in the food and beverage industry. I can't say in the entire state of New York, but especially here in central New York and here in Syracuse, they are issues in the restaurant industry and they're affecting just about everybody that I know and they affect customers and they affect owners and one of those things that affects both is third-party delivery platforms now we've seen and we're about to put out a new piece of content that talks a little bit about it in the uh, coming days but we've seen on Facebook and Instagram and just well really those two and mainly Facebook People complaining, restaurant owners talking about how their restaurant, their business was added to Grubhub or DoorDash without their permission, and it's near impossible to get removed from those platforms once you've been added without your permission. Uh, I have firsthand experience of trying to remove restaurants from that, and it really is just an awful, awful experience, and it's shameful on those companies. I'm not trying to say by any stretch of the imagination that it is okay or acceptable for the third-party platforms, those companies, to add restaurants to their platform without the restaurant's permission. But having said that, it's not the end of the world. People are freaking out. Owners are losing their mind. They're shutting their business down early when they find out to try and take care of it. They're literally crying. They're posting on Facebook and being dramatic and trying to get attention for themselves. And I got to say, honestly, it's pretty freaking annoying. There are restaurants that are willingly on those platforms who are paying a 30%, yes, still sometimes a 30% commission, even though the whatever, 30% commission. Let's say it's, you know, well, whatever. There could be different commissions, but it's 30%. There are restaurants willingly on those platforms who are giving up 30% commission each and every single order. And if when you're added to the platform without your permission, guess what your commission percentage is? It's zero. It's no dollars. It's no percentage. You get the benefit of a new customer ordering uh, your food, your items, in a convenient way for the customer, which that's why you're in business is to, be, is to service customers. Uh, they get this great convenient way of getting your food, trying your food. Maybe it's the first time, maybe it's their hundredth time and you don't have to sacrifice the commission. Now I understand it's still not right. They add you without their permission. 
And I know in some cases they add old menus or menus that aren't even yours. There are all those things that are true. I'm just trying to shed light on the fact that it's not the end of the world. Calm down. You're making money from it. Now, to the customers, and I've seen plenty of you with the launch of Mad Burger, the first ever legitimate ghost kitchen here in Syracuse. And don't try and argue with me over semantics. It is the first legitimate ghost kitchen in Syracuse. I'm seeing the pe people post on Facebook about, I'll never order from them because third parties are awful and da-da-da-da-da. And there are horror stories out there with Grubhub and DoorDash, and I understand that. I really do. There's horrible people that are becoming drivers. Just, it's, it's bad. I get that. But not all the time. That's maybe like, you know, let's call it 10%, and that's probably being generous. 10% of the time, it's a horrible experience. 90% of the time, it's okay. Are you paying more as a consumer to use those platforms? Yes, you are, but you're also not getting out of your underwear or leaving your couch. So calm down. It's okay. Restaurants can still exist on these platforms. These platforms are not the devil. I can introduce you to at least five restaurant owners in the area who thank God every single day that they have Grubhub and DoorDash because they are making so much money. They're paying their staff, they're paying their bills, they're staying afloat, and all because they can utilize Grubhub and DoorDash. So it's not the worst thing in the world. That's fine if you don't want to use it, but please don't go on Facebook and tell everyone how it's the worst thing and they're coming out to steal your children and they're going to murder you and da-da-da-da-da. If you don't want to use it, that's fine, but... And even though it's a corporate big business, they do a lot of good for locally owned restaurants. So everybody calm down. Now, there's two other things that I want to talk about, and those are the issues around service and employment right now in the industry. Uh, it is near impossible for restaurants to hire people right now. I mean, absolutely near impossible. I know restaurant owners who are offering four and $500 signing bonuses immediately. And they're hiring these people at minimum wage. It's not like they're hiring a, you know, a uh, executive, right? They're hiring people at minimum wage or just above it. And they're offering four or $500 signing bonuses to people to come work for them. They cannot find people right now. Now, getting it away from the political reasons why, um, uh, why that may be that people can't hire them. It is just it, the sheer fact for the consumer, for you, the consumer who's listening to this to know, is that restaurant owners cannot find staff right now. And the staff that they do have are burned out. I mean, they're working double shifts. They're working six and seven days a week. And yes, they may be making good money doing that, but they are working themselves to death. And... When that, when that happens, we are seeing a decline in the quality of service. I was at a restaurant today. I, I ordered takeout for me and a couple coworkers for lunch. And I went there, and this is a, a great restaurant. It's just around the corner from where I work. I've been to the restaurant plenty of times in the past. It's not like the, um, uh, they're not like the poster child of like phenomenal customer service, but they make great food, and it's a local spot, and I really like it. 
So we ordered takeout, ordered three sandwiches, nothing crazy. I showed up five minutes late to pick the food up and they were packed. Their dining room was packed. Their patio was packed. Uh, this was 1240 today. Uh, so, you know, during the lunch rush, uh, there was two people in front of me waiting in line uh, just to get seated. And I sat there for about 15 minutes without anyone talking in the restaurant who worked there to me or to the people standing in front of me waiting to get be seated. Um, that was poor customer service. We'll just call it what it is. But a big part of it is because these staff members, these employees are working so incredibly hard. Um, if I could say anything to the consumers listening to this, to the diners, to you going out to eat and supporting local business, that is cut them a break. Cut this restaurant a break. Cut the servers and the cooks and the bartenders and the bussers. Cut everybody working in a, a restaurant right now a break. It is the... Yes, people are going out and spending money like never before. It was so different a year ago because nobody was going out to eat or ordering takeout and restaurants couldn't were struggling to pay their bills. Today, they have more money than they've ever had before. They can pay their bills, but they can't get people to work. And the ones they can, they're working to death. So cut them a break. Now to the restaurant owners listening to this, train your staff. Uh, there's a restaurant I worked with once who um, I suggested that we have training videos for new uh, kitchen staff so they know exactly how to prepare each dish. And that was like I was speaking a foreign language to them. Uh, train your freaking staff. Take them through some sort of a training program and make the first and the last class in that program be customer service. Make sure that your staff are treating the customers exactly how you would treat your customers. We talk about Chick-fil-A a lot. I went to Chick-fil-A last night for dinner. I sat in line for 10 minutes. If there was that many people in front of me at any other fast food chain or especially a locally owned restaurant in Syracuse, it easily would have been a 45-minute wait. Their customer service is on freaking point, and there is no reason that a locally owned restaurant here in Syracuse, New York, or in New York State, wherever you're listening to this podcast at, there is no reason a locally owned restaurant shouldn't have as good, if not better, customer service than Chick-fil-A. There is no excuse for that. We can talk about their system and their millions of dollars and yada, 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 and their uniforms and all that kind of stuff as much as we want. The fact remains that customer service, how we treat customers, how we talk to customers, how we interact with customers does not cost you a dime. So there's no reason why we shouldn't be uh, at the top of our game when it comes to customer service. Now, that's not a blast. I'm not saying all restaurants have terrible customer service around here. But I, I would be shocked to find more than one local restaurant in our area that spends a considerable amount of time training their new staff on customer service practices. So, customers, give restaurant owners a break, and restaurant owners, train your staff on best customer service practices. I'm sure it'll go a long, long way. The very last thing I want to talk about in this episode 90 uh, of the Eat Local New York podcast is the cost of things. Excuse me while I drink my Dunkin' Donuts coffee. 
Listen, the cost of labor is going up exponentially. It has been going up exponentially. Uh, minimum wage is thirteen fifty an hour, I think, today. Uh, it's just it's only increasing. The cost of goods is increasing. The cost of food is increasing. Pizza shop owners, restaurant owners are are crying themselves to sleep right now over the price of a case of chicken wings, which is the last I heard around one hundred and twenty dollars a case. That's over a dollar a wing. It's just it's it's the cost of everything is increasing. Um, and so with that, we're going to see one of two things happen, and maybe both of them. We're either going to see menu prices go up or we're going to see amount of food portion sizes go down. A third option is we're going to see costs extended to the customer for, for other things. We've all experienced the credit card processing fees um, that we've seen restaurants in the area do over the past year or two or the discount if you pay cash. And I'm seeing more customers, more people now on Facebook complaining about that than, than I did when it was first rolling out. I've seen restaurants charge customers a quarter or a dollar per order for if they order takeout for the takeout containers and those supplies, which does add up. Costs are increasing. Restaurants, again, are going to start charging more for their food or they're going to start giving uh, you know, smaller portions, or they're going to do both, or you're going to see cost come to the customer in other ways, things that are already being implemented. As a consumer, I can't stand that. I get it. Don't get me wrong. I, I understand why a, a restaurant is charging me uh, 3% or 4% for my, if I pay with a credit card. I hate it. Uh, when I go to a restaurant that does that, I Honestly, I haven't been back a second time, um, and I understand the restaurant owner's plight and, and how difficult it is for them to, to manage, um, but, you know, some restaurant owners can, uh, especially, you know, restaurant owners that I've experienced uh, can have a tendency to um, lose their shit pretty quickly, <laughs> and they see... Uh, cost of goods go up and they freak out and then implement some massive change like charging for credit card processing. And uh, I get it. Costs aren't going down, but you know, sometimes you kind of have to take a look and, and think, how is this going to affect my customer? How's it going to affect my brand? Um, there's, there's no question that there's been some things that restaurant owners in the area have passed on those fees to consumers that were just dumb ideas. In my opinion, Charging a restaurant right now or charging a customer right now for takeout containers is a dumb idea. With that said, customers, consumers, get ready because it's only going up. <laughs> going out to eat is one of those wonderful luxuries that you can find a place that sells cheap food and a, find a place that sells expensive food. And, you know, it's still cheaper than a vacation. And so you can go out once or twice a week and, you know, really feel like you're kind of doing something uh, instead of going to Disney, let's say. Um, and people are eating out now more than they ever have. Um, but the cost of everything is going up. As wages increase, as cost of food increases, the, the, cost, the price of food on menus is going to be increasing. And so... Um, I wouldn't fight it. I would, I, if, 
I don't post a negative stuff on Facebook about restaurants for obvious reasons. So c- customers, I'll just say, uh, get ready. You know, I've seen some reviews lately about uh, a new burrito place that opened up in town, and one person posted, I can't believe I just paid $15 for two tablespoons of ground beef in my burrito. That's going to be the norm pretty soon. And if it's uh, if it's not $15 for two tablespoons of ground beef in your burrito, it's going to be $20 for a regular burrito. Um, it's coming. It's coming probably, you know, later this year into next year. So a lot of different things are happening in the restaurant industry. And, um, you know, we're at a really, I think, critical time for the local scene here. And I'll just say for Syracuse, it's a really critical time. Uh, there's a lot of customers out there going out to eat restaurant owners, but you have to do a great job more than ever of customer service and your branding, uh, to keep that customer engaged and keep that customer coming back. And please don't jump to just charging the customer more and more and more and more and more money for all these different things. And customers calm the fuck down. Okay. Calm down. It's not the end of the world. If you have a bad dining experience, I have them all the time. It's not the end of the world. Cut the restaurant some slack. Don't go to Facebook and blast out your negative opinion about them right away. If you don't feel comfortable talking to the owner or talking to the server or talking to a manager, then maybe send that restaurant an email or a private message or call them a different day and ask to talk to the owner. Don't go blast them on the internet. That's not cool. (laughs) It hurts the restaurant owner more than you know, so... Well, that's it. That's my special episode, episode 90 of the Eat Local New York podcast. I can't thank all of you enough for listening and watching to the podcast over the years. It really does mean a lot to us. We're so excited to be looking forward at new content, better content, different content that we can be releasing uh, here on the podcast and our YouTube channel. So stay tuned for some new stuff coming out. And whatever platform you're listening to this on, do us a huge favor. Subscribe to the podcast. That way you'll, you'll know the moment a new episode's released. Leave us a review. Let us know what you think of the Eat Local New York podcast. And don't forget, follow us on social media. We're on Instagram and Facebook are two main ones. But you can also follow us over at eatlocalnystate.com, our website. We're also starting to put out new blogs about the best of the best here in Syracuse. The best cannoli blogs are out right now on the website. And don't forget about our partner company, Good Buddy Coffee. Head over to goodbuddycoffee.co and pick up some delicious, delicious craft coffee. Well, that's it. Thank you so much. We're going to catch you next week right here on the Eat Local New York podcast.